Welcome to the Beyond Belief Business Podcast. Together, we'll explore the entrepreneurial journey from corporate to consultancy and what it means to create the life that you desire, the Beyond Belief life. I'm your host, Mayoshia Boykin Anderson. Let's get started. Hello there and welcome to Martin Luther King Day 2023. Oh my goodness. Today is truly a day of reflection, but it's also a day of resolve. So today I am specifically going to talk about the topic from Dr. King to Woman King. And I picked that topic because last night, a group of friends and I had a watch party. We had a viewing party of the Woman King and I watched it and I left there last night really prepared for the day of reflection that would be today, Martin Luther King Day, and the day that we remember his greatness and we remember his his awesomeness and we remember the price that he paid for, quite honestly, for me to sit here and speak to you today. And, and not only him, but others, of course, all of the ancestors that kind of paved the way for us. When you think about it, like literally, quite honestly, when I think about it, it really just forces me to truly say out loud that, listen, freedom isn't free. Freedom isn't free. There is a price that has been paid already, but there's also a price that we continue to pay. So freedom isn't free but today we're going to we're going to just reflect on the amazing life of Dr. King but I specifically today want to talk about this one scene from Woman King last night so first I want to give a shout out to my girlfriend Nicole for sponsoring the the watch party my girlfriend April for helping to facilitate the conversation that we had afterwards and then just the amazing women that were present the just the awesomeness that was in that room there were probably about eight or nine of us but it was a very impactful evening. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to kind of talk about this portion in the movie that really just struck me. It was maybe about 15 minutes before the end of the movie. Now, I will say, I hope I will not spoil anything for anybody. And if you haven't seen it, definitely go out there and watch it. Our sister Viola Davis gave a remarkable performance, but I'll tell you, these young women that were in this production were phenomenal. They were literally phenomenal. But let me just recite, if I can, and I hope I get the words because I truly want to give respect and, and credit 
where it's due to the writers and, and to the performers. So, so this is near the end. And the and her king gave this soliloquy, if you will. So this is how it went. So they had just overcome the the Ohio tribe, the Ohio Empire, who had them in bondage for so long, generations, literally. But this is what he said after they overcame them, after Viola Davis's character helped lead the charge to overcome them. But this is what he said. We have ended the reign of the Ohio Empire. Look upon the face of the warriors. Many of them never thought it possible, but we believed. She believed. That's what makes a great leader. Seeing what others do not. The Europeans and the Americans have seen and this is the part, y'all, that I really, really want you to get. If you can hear my voice, this is the part that struck me. And oh my goodness, I just, I took it and I knew that this is what I would talk about today, this evening. He said that, that these outsiders have seen that if you want to hold a people in chains, one must first convince them that they are meant to be bound. Oh my God, I'm, oh, I'm just gonna say it again. If you want to hold a people in chains, one must first convince them that they are meant to be bound. And what they had found inside of their own tribe, that not only were these outsiders keeping them in bondage, they had actually joined them in becoming their own oppressors. But he said, no more, no more. We are a warrior people and there is power in our mind, in our unity, in our culture. And if we understand that power, we will be limitless. Literally limitless. So it caused me to think. So of course I came away with that thinking, while this is a vision that I am willing to lead, it's a vision that we should all share. And when I bring it back, when I just kind of bring it back to present day, the, the way I look at this is one of, one of the things that I really got clarity on this past year was my purpose in all of the success that I've experienced in the lessons that I have learned over the years, part of my purpose and my mission now is to make sure that I'm helping others and serving them in a manner that would allow them to, to realize the same realities. So when I looked at this, this whole idea about bondage, I kind of correlated it to present day corporate America. Now, 
remember the part where he said, we have even you kind of joined them in becoming our own oppressors. I want to make sure I preface that because I have profited much from corporate America. Corporate America allowed me to sharpen my teeth, to, to sharpen my skills, to learn a lot of what I know today is because of the on-the-job training that I got while I was in corporate America. So I have profited. I earned a salary and that salary allowed me to create a living and make a living for my family to help support my family and, and all of that. But what I found in that, that there was, there was a moment, there, there was a moment there where I, I truly realized, and let me tell you, it wasn't voluntarily. The, the realization for me didn't happen until after the fact, after the moment, that moment when the rug was pulled from under me. But I look at corporate America and how so many of us are thriving because we are geniuses. We are experts at what we do. We are amazing at the skill set that we've been able to build and acquire over time in corporate America. But what we're also finding is that while we love the work that we do and we're thriving and we're getting paid, it's still like, to for me, it was still present day bondage. One, because while I was earning a living, I was never going to get paid what I truly deserved to be paid. Now, I'm not going to say what I was worth because what I what I realized and maybe not in the moment hindsight is 2020, I am continuing to grow and evolve every day. So so I'm not going to say I would I, I would never be paid what I was worth because there is nothing that anybody can pay me on this earth because my worth is internal. My worth is my birthright. So hear me when I say, I, I choose my words very clearly. It's not that they could never pay me what I was worth because nobody ever could. Jesus is the only one and he already paid that price. Anyway, y'all know I'll take y'all there in a minute, but I was never going to get paid what I deserved to be paid. My bosses, my supervisors, my superiors were always ever going to only pay me what I was willing to accept. Bondage. Especially during those times where I was even fearful of speaking up to my speaking up for myself. And then secondly was that I was I was so committed to the job and I was so much in bondage that while I was still earning a check, it was still taking precious time away from my family. So I was working so hard, 50, 60 hours a week. And that time could have been spent making memories with the ones that meant the most to me, my loved ones, right? And then there was always this yearning for more. Even if I didn't vocalize it, maybe at the point I didn't even know how to vocalize it. But I know that I was always meant for more. Always meant for more. So, so when I speak about this bondage, it's just the fact that we are 
working these jobs and we are good at it. We are really good at it. But we know that we're meant for more. We know that our desire is for us to work the way we want to work. But for a lot of us, we don't know what that means or what that looks like or what steps we need to take. And my purpose and my mission is to help those develop the plans so that you can be removed from bondage. So that you are no longer oppressed. And again, we, we have to admit that even in our bondage and even in our oppression, it's still no, it holds no bar. It's no match for some of the bondage and oppression that our ancestors had to deal with, even when you think about the movie itself that they dealt with in Woman King. But it's still present day bondage. And what we need to realize is that there is power in our mind, power in unity, power in our culture. And if we understand that power, we will be limitless. Listen, it wasn't until I was able to stand boldly in the fact that God had blessed me with a gift. And while my journey into entrepreneurship was involuntary, literally, I didn't think about entrepreneurship until my job was taken away from me. And it was by no fault of my own. There was nothing I could have done to keep the job. They had already decided. Other people, outside forces had decided that my job would be eliminated. And not just mine, but I mean, like they closed the office. So they were eliminating my ability in that moment to earn a living. No matter what living it was I was earning, it was now taken away from me. But the realization that I had was that I had a skill set. I had this knowledge in my head that I had spent blood, sweat, and tears to acquire. And I knew that there were folks out there, that there were companies out there, that there were organizations out there that needed what I had. How many of you out there know that you are spectacular at your job? Shoot, if you left all hell would break loose. I heard I heard a girlfriend of mine, a mentor of mine, she's a girlfriend and a mentor, say that earlier. She, she asked the question to her community, how many of brilliant you are that if you were to leave, they, they wouldn't know what to do. They really wouldn't know what to do. That's how the power that you have. And I tell you, this is our time. This is the time for you to stand up in that power, for you to recognize that there is more for you out there. And you probably just need help in that area. Maybe you've already stepped out, right? But you've kind of hit a plateau and you need help in that area. Y'all, I'm telling you, it is my mission to be able to help those, especially those in the tech field.
It's my background. It's where my core competency is. It's where my expertise is. But any professional out there that's looking to move from court to consultancy is where my sweet spot is. I've been able to do it. I've been able to help several others do it to be able to leave their corporate job with the plan, of course, because nobody wants you leaving your sustainability for the moment without having a plan. We perish because we don't have a plan. But I've been able to help folks move from corp to consultancy. And I would love to help you as well. If you need help devising a plan, or even if you just need help recognizing the brilliance that you possess, the skill set that you have, that, that's monetizable, I want you to reach out to me. I want you to send me a DM. I want you to send me a PM. I want you to reach out to me on social. I want you to shoot me an email. I want you to visit us over across all of our platforms, but shoot me a message. Shoot me a message and I would love to chat more with you. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you have an amazing rest of this day. And I hope that it was truly a day of reflection and a day of resolve. Thanks again. I'll chat with you guys later. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, feel free to leave a rating and review so others can get a sense of what it's like inside Beyond Belief. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other major platforms. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode. So post the show on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or across your social media, and make sure you tag me. Finally, if you'd like to learn more about working together or want resources, visit us at beyondbeliefbusiness.com. Bye for now.